Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Live from the Johns Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler, Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Ranch Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Ranch Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. With your hosts, Frank and Steve. Wait a second. I thought I dumped your body in the Ohio River last week. I saw the big <laughs> box. It's so good to be back with our people right and here. Where it's 110 degrees. 887 oh. The Pulse. It is Reg Nation. Your favorite car talk show every Wednesday at 4 o'clock here on The Pulse. Frank. How you doing, man? We are doing well. We just welcome everybody back. This is your little corner niche of car talk. Who nannies? If you guys have any car questions, maybe that sucker is overheating, or maybe Wouldn't that surprise me right that now. Antenna, instead of going up and down, it's going sideways or backwards. You give us a call 480-655-8870. Of course, you can call or text 480-655-8870. It is Wednesday, June twenty eighth, and man, oh man, oh man. What are we going to talk about today, Frank? Well, wait a minute, people, right now. Yes, Yossi, Yossi. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Man, you pushed the wrong button. I'm telling you, we got at least 5.5 listeners right now in traffic and stuff. Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's. I like this music, Frank. Stuff is overheating as we speak in your ride. Well, today's show, we're talking about the underhood goings-on of your coolant system oh okay we got to talk about this people because here in arizona for you guys watching watching or re-listening to this on the itunes podcast it is hotter than a mug steve it is pretty hot i mean i mean even though it's not as hot as was 119 last week when we were gone it's still hot where in the country are we trying to figure out what to put on our dog's feet we got socks and we got we it's terrible my dogs are whining every night they want to go for a walk i'm like it's too hot people look at you when you got a dog in the neighborhood i do I look say, at people. Look at this guy. He's walking in the heat with his dog. I what tell him, don't do that? that. I told this guy, I said, you can't walk your dog out in that concrete when it's well, 112 if, degrees. In all seriousness, you guys, uh, we always want to bring attention not only to our friends, our pets, of yes. course, but man in your ride. Don't be the knuckle schmuck head to say, uh, I'm going to run into the Circle K to get me a biscuit and then leave someone, something oh, that yeah. breathes in that oh, back yeah. seat. So no. we don't need any of that, guys. In fact, Steve, before we dive into this show topic yeah. and talk about our guests and some auto news, um, I believe they, they passed some legislation. It was in Oregon. I thought it was here in Arizona. I didn't hear about here in Arizona, but I know in Oregon they passed a law you can break a window you can. in order to save a life of a dog or a child. Right, and I think, what the hell were we waiting for, legislators? I mean, I'd do it anyway, whether it was legal or not. So. I mean, ex- I would. Me too. Yeah, exactly. Too. I'd deal with it. Say, here's your 150 bucks for your window. I mean, if I'm going to save this kid's life. If I see a hamster in the back seat, I'm breaking a window. I'm exactly, going in exactly. to get the hamster. Even if it's a hamster, yes. This is hot. So we welcome you guys back. Steve, we were at uh, Skills USA. Louisville. We were last week in Louisville, Kentucky. Man, we had a good time. We did. We had a lot of great uh, guests uh, from NATEF was there. And then a new uh, software that is uh, educational software for, for auto technicians. Uh, a new Video game type video, software. yeah, for all you Electude, I think it was your automotive service excellence technicians and future technicians. This is pretty cool stuff, guys. Let you me know? ask you: Were you pretty impressed with skills last week when you were I, there? I was. I'm, I'm going to tell you my jaw. Right? I mean, I what I was impressed about because, of course, you go to any expo, right? Right, right. A sure. gazillion square foot of stuff. Yes. But man, I'm telling you, I was really impressed with the talent from culinary yes. to the welders. All over. To the over a hundred different areas they do there. So I don't And there wanna... were more than ten thousand kids. Yeah, and we had uh, Mike Rowe, people. Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe was there. He was one of the big speakers. He came out. This is his seventh straight year he's come there. He's awesome. He is. He gave a hundred scholarships to like, get kids there because it's expensive. It's like fifteen hundred bucks to take a kid there. That's right. And I gotta say something because uh, you know, there's people walking around with no change in their pocket and they talk about well, I can't get a job. I don't have any change in my pocket. And I'm telling you, um, I got 28 cents. People, sorry. look, let, the fact is this some of us are not college bound. 
It's okay. It is okay. There are many labor, trade-type, blue-collar, respectable jobs. I said it last week, and I'm going to say it to, again to parents out there, okay? First and foremost, if you come to EVIT, more than 70% of our kids actually do go on to a technical school or That's college, right. That's okay? Right. But for some of them, they don't. They go directly to work. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't have a degree. I am a teacher here. How are you a teacher and don't have a degree? Because in Arizona and most states, you can be certified to teach career and technical education. That's right. If you have so many years of full-time work in the industry. Right. Because they want somebody who knows how to do it to teach your kids as opposed to someone who's read about it in a book. That's right. And there's over 6 million jobs available out there. Because we don't, the people don't have the skills. Even though they've gone to college, they still don't have the skills to do the skilled labor. Right, and JB with Bolton says it all the time. Uh, as we have our women's scholarship, you right. guys know. Um, you know, I, I see Jeff from Car Life outside. By the Jeff is hanging with us. We're going to bring him in studio. Yeah. Uh, Jeff is our ASC certified master mechanic guru. He's hanging out in the wings. He's we'll have him in just a few minutes. But what I'm saying is that. Um, the jobs exist. I don't, if I, the next person I see starts sniveling, oh, I can't find a job. Right. Um, uh, excuse me. There are jobs out there, people. And you know what? Even if you're in between and you want a good trade, uh, JB mentions this. He says this guy's from Bolton all the time, especially in reference to our women's scholarship that we got going on. Hey, you know what? Even if you just go through the course and have that skill for life, it doesn't right. mean you're going to be a baker a welder, or an automotive technician. These are skills that are really, really handy. So, And you can make a lot of money doing these jobs. Well, respectable money, absolutely. Well, I mean, good, you can make a comfortable living. You can. I mean, that's what's important, yeah. right? I mean, look, look, everybody dreams when they're young, I'm going to be a millionaire. You know, I'm going to do this. When Tyler had the dream over here, I'm sure too. But when we all get realistic, we just want to live comfortable and be able to support ourselves and our family. And if you could do that, then what more can you ask for? Right. There were so many schools from across the country, people. We, uh, WyoTech was out there. WyoTech's there, yeah. Uh, you know, of course, Evit. Tell us what now. Evit did well. Evit did very well. I know the, the radio kids got in the top 10. Wow. And the wow. Uh, the uh, welding and the cosmetology students did the top half of their competitions as well. And just so you know, people were hanging out with the audio, video, teaching, radio, rock star legend, uh, Steve Gross. Uh, oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I've left the building. No, I'm right here. You guys know there's a big testament to the great instruction going oh, on. Oh, thank you very much. Well, you know, I don't know exactly where they placed yet because for some reason our state director didn't have it. It doesn't matter. But it I doesn't matter. I know they're top 10 and I'm telling you, they put in a great quality effort and, and it could have went either way. I'm going to I'm gonna feel like that. I bet they're fourth or fifth. And they just missed it, but that's okay. Well, I'll tell you what I, you said to me. What did you yep. think of uh, Skills USA? Yeah. Impressed with talent. Right. But I'm saying this, and I mean this sincerely. Most of all, not only with you yep. and your students, but, man, there was some love between the students and their instructors. Without question. And no matter how, you could just tell that these folks. Incredible mentors. Exactly. Yep. So rock on. All you teachers listening, Yay! we love you. We love you. We love you. teachers. All right. Enough of that talk right there. By the way, before we go on to the news, remember about the Wrench Nation uh, EVIT scholarship. We have for any lucky young lady who's already graduated high school or has a GED equivalent who wants a career in auto technology. Here's what you need to do. Text the word career to 480-655-8870. Fill in the application. In July 23rd, we're going to award a scholarship for one lucky lady to go to EVIT for a year as adult education for free. That's over $4,000 covered for you, all right? And you'll get trained in auto, as an auto technician. I can see you people right now. You're at the traffic stoplight. You're saying, what? What did I just hear? That's right. So we're talking about getting these skills and people not having these skills. We're giving you an opportunity to get these skills for free. That's right. And we were inspired. We yep. say this over and over again. You guys know this is our show. It's our community. Give me back my blanket. It's our blanket. We're together in this. It's more than just car care. I don't care. need a blanket. It's too hot. And quite frankly, you guys have shared your stories from across the country yep. and said, you know, um, maybe I can do this. And that's what this is about, people. So get on to the websites and apply. Yeah, wrenchnation.tv or pulseradio.fm or just text career. To our phone number, 480-655-8870. We also are giving away a $100 Visa gift card in about 45 minutes. All right? Now, it's real simple. You are listening. Stop. Pull over. And really listen. Yes. We got $100. This is real greenbacks. This isn't cryptocurrency. 
Yep. Ooh, that's 100 bucks right there. I see it. It's got the receipt right on it. It's got the activation receipt. $100. So this is the way it's going to right go, Right out of Frank's pocket. Today's show topic, we're talking about the underhood goings-ons of your coolant system, right? From radiator to hoses to, hey, they told me I needed a coolant flush. Right. Why? And we're going to cover the maintenance. Of course, we got Greg Buckley coming in uh, fourth quarter. But during that time, yeah. we are going to be missing a key part to the coolant system. Okay. Really simple. Well, I have no clue. You're going to call in. It's simple, you said? With a chance to win a $100 bones of a Visa already, card. I'm not going to say it, but I already have an idea of what it's going to be. Shh, be quiet. I'm not going to say it. Shh, don't tell I have it. an idea. Stop. Don't tell the people. I have an idea. If you can guess what is missing from the coolant system during our coolant system special edition tips, you have a chance at a $100 Visa card. We can call 480 480- Six five five eighty eight seven. But not yet. Not yet. Not yet. By the way, if you have any questions about something going wrong with your car and you'd like some advice or try to have Frank pinpoint it, of course you can text or call anytime at four eight zero six five five eighty eight seven zero. Right on. Do we have a little Cronkite action right here? It's actually uh, Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. Wrench Nation news. All right. All right. As we do every week, we love bringing you the fresh, organic, straight off the possible fake news presses. By the way, it's uh, it's Tesla's guy's birthday. Oh, Elon Musk. Oh, he's forty six yeah. today. Oh, that guy. Same age as me. Oh, he's like a month older than me. I know what Two he months. did. Wait a minute. Stop yeah. the presses right now. Can you guys believe? I bet you right now he's yeah. lighting a cake. He's up in that SpaceX. Yeah, situation. exactly. He's up there. He's at. He's at, flying to Mars, celebrating he, his forty-sixth birthday. He's at one hundred and fifty thousand feet altitude. I wonder if they're having a party over at the Tesla in Tempe. We should stop by after the show. Well, happy very birthday! Because you know what, you are bringing the technology, Mister Elon Musk. So thank you. Uh, just be kind to us because we'd like to be able to buy one of your <laughs> yeah. rides one day, or you could donate one too. Well, you know we uh, uh, we are talking Tesla, Steve. Um, you know, you guys know that Tesla is breaking ground. They are, you know, it's like it's like Ford when he yeah, every came time up. you say Tesla, I think of the '80s, '90s rock group. I'm going to play them in our next break. <laughs> you know, you're right. All you, all you, what are, what would he metalheads? Well, it was, it was some uh, good music. Tesla, yeah. Oh, I was, okay. I was, I was a metalhead. I had the, I had the mullet. Would you have a little thing in your ear, a little feather? No, hanging? no, no, no. I didn't do that. I could see you like that. I didn't do that, but I did have the mullet. All right. Well, Tesla's in the news, people. You guys know Tesla is a game changer. Not only they bring in technology, but they want to change how we do business when we purchase a car. Okay. Big news. So after Tesla's granted approval, they were approved a second dealership in Virginia. They've been fighting that for a long time. So all my Virginians listening, you guys know, there would have been a Tesla showroom. But guess what happened, people? You got a strong contingent of dealerships, and they got together. They're fighting against it? And they're fighting it. Oh. This has happened time and time again. So maybe you guys have a viewpoint. Leave Tesla alone? Do we let them in to change the way we do business? Now, what we're talking about is you could actually get online, order your cars, deliver. Now, some of that may already exist in a primitive form, but Tesla really wants to kick it up notches. One of the arguments that these auto dealers have against Tesla is that but Tesla does not properly protect the consumer because their cars can only be serviced at Tesla's own service centers. Well, some of that's because some of us don't know how to fix a Tesla. <laughs> Come on now. Some of us in the automotive industry, now we would like to learn to fix and speak the language of that, but that's one of the arguments that that isn't fair. You know, these auto dealers argue that the only solution to this is to go through the franchise dealer system and that Tesla can't possibly meet this demand by expanding with their own service centers. It's kind of goofy. I think long-term, Steve, I think Tesla's going to have a win here. I think it's a matter of time. The people, we're going to see this Model 3 that many have special ordered, still another year or so out, thirty-five dollars to $40,000 vehicle, right. right? That Model 3 is supposed to be for the masses. It was like the Model T. Sure. The Model T came out. Model 3, Model T. Model 3 is He's here. a poet and doesn't even know it. <laughs> the Tesla for the people is coming out. So if they can prove that platform... Then I think I think Tesla is. You on should go on way. Oprah and Oprah be like, "You get a Tesla, you get a Tesla, you get a Tesla, you get a Tesla. Everybody get the Tesla." Well, I want to know why all the rap rap gangster rappers and all these mumble rappers they don't. Well, how come they're not pimping the Tesla in the video? Teslas aren't cool yet. 
Well, you could put some spinners on a Tesla. You could have spinners. I think that was a long time ago, Frank. Oh, okay. I don't think they have those anymore. They what they call it? Spree wells. Remember the spree well? <laughs> Latrell spree well? <laughs> Wait a minute. I, they I haven't seen any spinners recently. You, Tyler? You oh. got some on your car? No. All right. All right. We're talking about spinners on a Tesla. <laughs> yeah. What color of spinner would you be spinning on your Tesla? How about fidget spinners on oh. wheels instead? Yeah. Since fidget spinners are so hot. Now, hold Oh, yeah. All right. So a little bit of the auto news, but we got to get you shout outs every week. We tell you about the Car Care Council. If you bought a used vehicle and it's missing that nice owner's manual, it should be tucked in the glove box or the center console. You guys need to check out Car Care Council. That's carcare.org. You can get on there, type your vehicle information, get all of that right in your hands, and you kind of get an idea what your vehicle needs. The other shout out, we've got to stop and just say, people, micro. Oh yeah, I and I we talked a little bit. We about, gotta send our show to Mike Rowe and invite him on. I don't know, he's busy. I'm going to get Mike Rowe on this show. Uh, he's busy. I am going to get him, on, Frank. I am going to get him on this show. He's busy. No, I don't think he's so busy. I'm a Skills USA advisor. He's a Skills USA supporter. I am going to get Mike Rowe on this show. Mark my words. Well, I'm just shout out to Mr. Mike Rowe because Mike. I was thinking I would like to do re- replace him for the voice on Deadliest Catch. You know. <laughs> No, you don't. Your voice. He'd be like, one hundred miles north of oh. the northwestern. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> Micro, big shout out to Micro's Foundation, public charity that rewards people with a passion to get trained for skilled jobs that actually exist. So, big shout out to Micro and Car Care Council. Absolutely, four eight zero six five five eighty eight seven zero is our number. If you want to call or text, hundred dollar gift card coming up in oh, just a few minutes. Yeah. Your chance to win it. Also, on the way, next segment, we've got JB from Bolt on Technology. They've hit a big milestone. They did. We'll talk about it next on 88.7 The Pulse. Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. Oh, uh, yeah, we are, Frank and Steve. Wrench Nation back in the studio this week after a trip to Louisville, Kentucky. I tried to throw Frank into the Ohio River, but somehow he swam out and he's here. I got Uncle Louie out there. Be careful. <laughs> anyway, on the phone with us, JB from Bolt On Technology. Welcome back, JB. How you doing? Doing great, guys. Thank you for having me on board again. JB. Nice to have you. Good to see you back with Bolt On. Let me ask you something. There's some, uh, I don't know, it's maybe like a Guinness Book of World Records. What is happening in the Bolt On world? Yeah. Uh, did, well, am, is it a million, a million photos? What is that? It's a, it's a million photos shared with customers last month. One month? What kind of photos? Month. What are we talking about? Photos? Well, as you probably know, that Bolt-On Technology gives shops the ability to do digital inspections where they can go out there with a tablet, get good descriptions and great pictures of everything that's going on with the customer's car. Wow. And when they process these things and send them out to the customer, and the customer can receive them anywhere they want, on their cell phone, on a computer, they actually get a first-hand view of why the technician or the shop is offering a service or a repair just because of the pictures. Yeah, we always talk about this. What's really nice, guys, how many of you out there listening would like to get a photo of what's looking good with your ride? So a lot of these bolt-on technology garages, and by the way, if you got a mechanic on the corner and he's your rock star mechanic, tell him about bolt-on because you're going to get a digital report with them photos, and that's amazing. Right. And here's the other amazing thing. When you really break it down, that's about 32,000 photos a day. Wow. Oh, wow. So we're giving customers 32,000 cho- chances to make the right choice because they have the information right in front of them. And they can definitely trust their shops because they're going to see exactly why, hey, you need to do this or you need to do that. I've said it before, JB, and I like that because I, then I feel as a consumer that I'm involved in the process of my car and I'm not just sitting there going, well, I don't know what if why they're charging me for this. Mm-hmm. That's really big. And also the other thing I think Frank said a few moments ago is we can also show you the good stuff. Yeah. Your brakes are really good today. You come back six months later, okay, you're about halfway through. And then maybe next year you come in, hey, remember we told you you're halfway through? Well, it's time. Right. So it's not I, I, a surprise, and we got that whole history down. Well, I, what, I, what I'm thinking is I, I, I'd probably want to do a selfie. As the owner of a garage, I'm going to send you a selfie of me. <laughs> With the brake pads. <laughs> I know that's uh, – but anyway, listen now. We're talking cooling systems. I'm sure here we are, month of June, across the country, really, very few places are not – you know, experiencing uh, heat waves, right? And all across the country, we've got some hot action. And a lot of these photos are going to be heat-related. We are diving in on this show topic. We're talking about the coolant system of your engine and how to avoid a nuclear meltdown. We get a lot of folks that come in the garage. They're overheating. 
The vehicle's just not starting. So let's break it down to basics. Tell us, JB, your thoughts, your knowledge on the coolant system. Why do we need a coolant system? Why do we need a coolant system? Well, the first thing, even before I get into that, why do we have to call it the coolant system? Did you really know that it actually... It actually controls the heat that the engine needs to run properly. Oh, yeah. Uh, see that? No one thinks about that part. Wait a minute. We got to give them something right there. <laughs> say that. Wait a minute. Say that one again. Repeat yourself. Yeah, the, the cool, I can't do that. <laughs> the coolant system actually lets your engine warm up faster and keeps it in a range between 180 and 220 degrees. Where your engine loves to run, the oil loves to flow. That's optimum. 180 to 220, things are happy. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, that's it. And everyone talks about the coin. Well, it gets it hotter faster, and that gives you better gas mileage and durability in the engine. Yeah, a lot of people don't know when we're cruising about 50 miles an hour, and that engine is uh, producing about 4,000 controlled explosions per minute with the spark plugs. we got to cool that mess down. Yeah, because that gets pretty darn hot in there. You can get up to 4,700 degrees inside a cylinder. Oh, my goodness. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, JB. That's <laughs> hot. We're going to tie in a very special guest because it's time. I want the people to get the maximum uh, for their listen. We have a very special guest, and we're honored to have Master Mechanic from Car Life, Jeff B. Jeff, I, I, tell me, Jeff B. Give me the last name, Jeff. Right, it's Jeff Bride. Thanks, Frank. It's Jeff great Bride. to be here. I see that. And I get the name all blasted. Listen to his voice. He's like Barry White. Hey, right on, brother. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's all I can do. Yeah. All right. Now, JB, we're going to set Mr. Jeff up. Jeff is an ASC master technician. For those of that uh, may not understand, like people could say they're a master. Like the dude on YouTube could say, I'm a master. I'm a master technician. I've been doing it 32 years. Liar. Mm, liar. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, set us straight. What is an ASE master certified technician? Well, you have to have all eight certifications. Uh, all that right. makes you master certif- certified tech. Uh, you do have to have work experience. Um, usually two years. You have to, like with me, I have my L1. Wait, uh, stop right there. What's L1? L1? That's uh, extra that's, credit. That's what is extra that? credit. That <laughs> that's is if your, I'm doing your, cha-cha slide I'm like to the left. That's, uh, that's where you have your advanced drivability, diagnostic stuff. Um, that's your, you know, you're dealing with emissions programs and stuff right. like that. And uh, it just is the next level. It's the next level of commitment to your craft. Right. So before we dive in, you're going to contribute here to this coolant system. We're going to talk about some of the failures you guys really need to be watchful for and really what you can avoid. We have a lot of young wrenches, right? They're up and coming. Uh, and, and the show is inspirational to many of these youngsters. What would you tell a young tech that may just have a brakes ASC or maybe they, they got a steering and suspension. What kept you going to really capture? Some of us give up halfway. What did you do? Yeah, well, I, I think the big thing for me is I, I was a car nerd. I, I uh. wanted to be the best at what I was doing. Right. And I, I just kept, you know, pushing along. And I'll tell you, when I took my test back in the day, the automatic transmission one kicked my butt like three times in a row. That's a tough one for a lot of us. It, it is, because yeah. we just don't disassemble transmissions every day. But I just kept going. I kept talking to other technicians, right. working on it, taking stuff apart, learning how to do stuff because I just wanted it. I knew the income was better at a, at a master level, but I just wanted to be so good that I was the backstop for any shop that I worked for. Right. Makes sense. So if you're listening, guys, don't give up on the, the full level master. It does take some time. Of course, Tyler's always pretty much in studio tighter. Uh, ex-student of uh, his alumni of EVID, who's now working at our garage. Of both welding and auto. Yeah, but there's something that took place just within the last minute and a half of Jeff. All of our voices got really low. Yeah, baby. Jeff, yeah, bring, Jeff is bringing it down. <laughs> hey, JB. Even JB's got it. JB, bring down the octaves yeah. a little bit, because we got you know, Jeff. We got Jeff Bryan. I'm actually a master technician through ADSC also. (laughs) We got two. We got two in the house. (laughs) The Car Talk Show with 2.5. And, uh, Steve, you're coming along with your certifications. Yeah, I sure am. Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's what we'll say today, Frank. All right. We're going to dive right in. Perhaps you guys (laughs) are listening. An SBE certified Society of Broadcast (laughs) Engineers. I'll take that. None of you guys got that on me. Uh Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) All right. So, Jeff and JB, we're talking cooling system. A lot of our listeners are out there. Uh, and they're massaging a coolant system where there's a leak and they keep topping off that coolant. I'm going to start with you, Jeff. I get it. People are busy. I'm topping off my coolant. 
What's the problem? What can I mean? What can happen there? Well, you get the mixture off. I mean, are we topping off with you know tap water? What what are we putting in it? We're, yeah, now definitely. we're getting now we've taken something that maybe it was a radiator starting to leak. Right. Maybe it's a three or four hundred dollar radiator. But right. Now you've just corroded everything. No so, big deal though, because if it's leaking, yeah. I'll go over and get some of that stop leak. Those little pellets. No. Yeah. No. Wait. Yeah, that's that. Hey, that just adds to the cost. Oh, you yeah. just created more work for yep. four point five mechanics. We're gonna talk about <laughs> stop leak. JB Jeff is talking about. Hey, I'm a busy individual, and my system's leaking, and all these mechanics are telling me, uh you got to get it fixed, but I'm busy and I just put water in it. And so, you know, Jeff, what's the story with what? Should I be topping my stuff off with water? It's a no-no, yo. It is a no-no. Uh, you do start messing with the, the mixture and now you get corrosion happening that right. were now, never intended to be in that motor. JB, you're out in Pennsylvania, the glorious mountains of Pennsylvania. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, tap water is not the best thing. Why is that? Why shouldn't we be putting water in our coolant system? Well, the corn system itself is all metal and it's got fluids going through there with the corn. And the corn's job is to prevent that rust. Well, what the tap water offers, it brings lots of minerals and other kind of materials in there. So your corn has to work hard on that to keep that from affecting everything. So it actually weakens it further. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. So if, if, if Jeff is saying if you, if you have an emergency and you've got to top it off, next to the spare tire, the blanket, uh, the Rubik's Cube and the old CDs from back in whenever, you need to have a gallon of coolant designed for your car. And that's important. You As a backup. Really important design. Right, right. And remember. Because there's no rhyme or reason to the colors, and people think there's fit, fitzalls out there, and that's not true. All right, so we're talking about coolant systems, guys. And remember, we have a giveaway. We're going to cover parts of that system. We are intentionally. In about 15 minutes. In about 15 minutes, you guys listen, we are intentionally going to miss a key component of the coolant system. Your call to 480-655-8870 gets the $100 Visa card. Not yet. Not yet. Got to wait 15 minutes. Listen to We'll the, tell you when to call. Hang with the topic, guys, and then uh, we're going to tell you when to call, so keep that in mind. So, guys, let's start with the front of the vehicle. Uh, everyone's heard of a radiator. So, Jeff, That's what, what my dad called him, by the way. Radiator. Yep. Radiator. Radiator. What do you call them in England, Steve? What's a radiator? Um, It's called a shoop. A shoop? I don't no. know. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So, Jeff, from Car Life, man, the radiator, we see a lot of these in the garage. Um, they're plastic. Why did they go from, like, heavy-duty tank-like metal to plastic? Well, if you look at a modern radiator, yeah, you've got plastic, but the aluminum core is so much more efficient it than is rid more, of heat. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about space. Manu I mean, there's a lot of things that come into play. Manufacturing right. processes, those costs get passed on the consumer. So we get a plastic tank radiator. And, you know, we see them last 100,000 miles, 120, 130 sometimes. And we see them fail at 60. Yeah. Um, but if it's well-maintained, that stuff does hold up. But those radiators, they have so many more fins in them. They do such a better job. So uh, it's a misnomer. A lot yeah. of us listening... And, and you know they've come in our garages where, Frank, can you just replace it with a metal radiator? Guys, metal is not always that more efficient. It's all about right. that core. JB, that core is aluminum. You know, the manufacturers have made these cars smaller. They've had to make it light. We all wanted They're gas lighter, mileage. Yeah. So yep. They had to start to think about how we make these things efficient. Um, Jeff had mentioned, JB, uh, yep. maintaining the radiator. How do I avoid blowing up the radiator? And it's just basic form. Guys, we're covering the basics. Well, what should I be doing to my radiator to keep it from uh, blowing up? Well, it's it's right out Frank out boy, should I go? It's right out front, Frank, and a lot of road debris and leaves and stuff like that can actually get in the radiator. And just like um, the other gentleman was saying, there, it's going to keep it from cooling off. It's going to keep the air from getting through it. So, so you're talking about restriction? Things, yeah, restriction. All right. And the basic thing to do is take a garden hose, but not with a nozzle. Nice and gentle spray. Yeah, you don't want to blow a hole in that thing. Back. Yeah, you want to be gentle with it because it's very thin metal. You ain't at the gun range with your nozzle. <laughs> so a, a <laughs> sign of a, a decent pressure but not a high like fire hose-like nozzle. And you're right. spraying that front of debris while you're in there. Might as well get the condenser. That's part of AC, but that's kind of mm -hmm. in the general area. Uh, that's a great idea. A lot of time between the condenser and the radiator, you're going to see a fair amount of buildup too. So getting in there is really important. Right. You know, we're talking about the radiator, guys. Uh, I actually bought in studio one of the most uh, commonly forgotten 
before it's too late and actually will cause uh, sometimes a phantom overheat. Uh, Jeff, radiator cap, inexpensive. We're not replacing our radiator I've seen caps. those things bl- blow off my radiator like Old Faithful. Well, that it was really broken. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been a bigger problem at that point. So this radiator cap that I just gave to Jeff. Jeff, yeah. talk to us about radiator caps. We probably say about 50% you of should have, We cars. should have blindfolded him. He could have guessed what it was. <laughs> yeah, he, he's an ASC master. Don't mess <laughs> yeah, with a master. Yeah, just hand me parts. I'll guess what they are. All right. <laughs> so, Jeff, I, I would probably say maybe, I think you guys would agree, maybe not half, but close to half of these vehicles out there probably running around with some old $20, $25 radiator caps. Why is it so important? With the, what's important with this radiator well, cap? Well, you have a system that's expanding and contracting. Right. And if the radiator cap isn't working right, one, it can't hold the pressure when cooling system's not under pressure. Old faithful happens. Old faithful happens. <laughs> your boiling point yep. in your coolant goes down. It's like, like a 15-year marriage. You better hold yep. that pressure. You're talking 25 yeah. bucks for that cap? Well, it's not expensive is my yeah. point. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a lot for a cap, I would think. Well, the... Well, I mean, they could be cheaper. You can, <laughs> okay. go, to, you can go to, I think now the you dollar go to store? Vietnam, they sell <laughs> two bucks. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but you don't replace the cap, and you can actually have your radiator look low because it never draws anything in from the expansion tank. Right. And now all of a sudden you've got a low system, Right. but you look at it under the hood as a customer, and it looks full. Right. So it, it, there's some trickery. When do you recommend, I mean, radiator caps, it's just like we talk a lot of preventative maintenance. Thirty to fifty thousand every season. Yeah, probably when you do, you should do, be doing your coolant flush when you service your cooling system. Yeah. that's a good time, good insurance just to change the radiator cap. Right, we're gonna get to the maintenance. We're gonna get more into the maintenance of the system. Right now, guys, we're covering coolant systems. Uh, we're gonna give you some tips. We're gonna start with the front of the car. We talked about the radiator. Uh, JB did very much give a great point to just kind of, you know, clean off that radiator, get all the debris. So now we're flowing air. Right next to the radiator, I should say, in front, sometimes uh, in the in towards the engine side, cooling fans. We got the cooling fans happening. Uh, Jeff, cooling fans can be a nightmare. It's like a flickering light bulb. They're electrical. In most occasions, you may have a fan clutch as well, but we'll get to that in a minute. What's the biggest thing with uh, what symptom will I have if my cooling fan in front of my radiator or towards the engine side stops working? What kind of symptom would I have? Uh, you can have... Uh you're warming up, sitting there at the stoplight. You know, you're sitting at Jack in the Box getting your tacos, and sure enough, there you are. You're watching the Rick gauge start going up. Or it's going up. Like, and now what like, I do is turn on the heater, well, and then it goes back down. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's – that's you guys know as an emergency tip. In Phoenix, yeah. if you do this, tacos warm. We, say yes. two, we say two things. Turn on the heater to reduce the overheating, and then right after that, fix it, and right after that, go see your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've done, I had to do that before. I had an escort once. It was horrible. Yeah, so um, Jeff, uh, Jeff is talking about those cooling fans, you guys. One of the symptoms that you'll get, you know, typically when the vehicle is not moving any ambient air through that radiator, like Jeff said, you're hanging, dancing with some tacos in the drive-thru, and all of a sudden it starts to creep up to three-quarter to eight, and you're like, what? And then you, you swallow a taco, drink some Pepsi sludgy sludge, and you keep moving, and all of a sudden it comes back down. And you're like, all right, it fixed itself. And then you get to the next Well, that's traffic. because the air is circulating and cooling right. down your engine while you're driving. Right. JB, you've seen that before. With Not these... solving the problem. No, but. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Right. So cooling fans, uh, electrical, uh, work together with relays and fuses. Now, I've had a few folks come in the garage and say, well, my cooling fan just needs a fuse. Can we explain to folks right now, anything electrical like your house, if your fuse blows on your house and you think you're going to fix it by just replacing the fuse, let's get into that. Jeff, give us a story. Why is the fuse popping or the relay snappity-snapping? There is always too much current flowing through that circuit. Exactly. It's like when you first get married, there's a whole lot of current. (laughs) And the fuse pops all the time. (laughs) Well, that's later down in the life. But... Uh, so the fuse is popping because it's, it's there's too, a problem. There's, there's a malfunction. A so if you go into your local rock star mechanic, remember, always hug your mechanic. Um, always give your symptom, guys. We're anxious to kind of maybe we YouTubed it. The one one and a half minute mechanic said out of his garage in Lang Tucket, Kentucket, uh, replace the fuse, put a little aluminum foil, whatever he said, <laughs> and you fix it. Give your symptoms, people. So what you're going to do, we're going to go back to this cooling fan, and perhaps you did pop the fuse, uh, uh, that cooling fan's drawing too much, right? The motor's maybe starting to lock up. Always give your symptoms. We always tell you on the show, guys, look, there's nothing wrong with you researching, investigating, but when you get down to your doctor of a mechanic, you need to say, hey, uh, Jeff, 
my car is overheating while I'm getting tacos in the drive-thru. But however, when I'm cruising 150 miles an hour on the freeway, it seems perfectly fine. Is that air? That's what a mechanic wants to hear. They don't want to hear, um, I checked it and the fuse blew. I replaced right. it. I put a 40 amp fuse with a 15 amp no, fuse. No, no, no. And then all of a sudden it started, there was a little fire. So Okay, but let me let me give you a situation here as Average Joe. Right. Average Joe's driving to San Diego. He's hitting the mountains outside San Diego. And and his car is starting to overheat. Oh, it's actually heating up, okay? So the car's starting to heat up. Average Joe doesn't have any coolant with him. Okay, what's the best thing for him to do when it's this hot in the desert? You know, before he gets over those mountains, should he pull over, stop, let the thing cool down? Should he say, I'm going to push it 15 more minutes because I can get to that gas station? What should he do, Jeff? Well, it, it comes down to every situation, unfortunately, has a different answer. Right. If it's, if it's flirting with it's higher than normal he's seeing, push it to that gas. You are you know, you want to get off the road. Okay. Safety is the most important thing. Yeah. Cars are you going to do any permanent damage by driving that car it's that hot? Potentially. You you could blow a head gasket. Uh, I mean, All right, let's get back to medical, right? Look, you guys, you got we got a bunch of runners that are listeners. If you're running and you're in that, right after you did the mile, your little six-minute mile, all of a sudden your chest is ready to fall out and it starts, you got a little chest pain. Are you going to run an additional mile? No. no. You're going to pull over. And chill out. It's if you can pull over safely yep. and, and yeah. let it rest for 15, 20 don't, minutes, then get a couple more miles down the road and do it again. Don't be a big shot. Right. He, look, because what happens, Jeff? JB, we know how it goes. We hear the stories. Uh, I was but what my, if water's the only choice to uh, well, put in there at then, the time? Then you put water in. Then you put in. water. Okay, put water in there, yeah. and then you can go get it flushed and get it back to normal. I mean, Absolutely. you see the fill stations throughout the mountains. They do, it's not like they, they do. Have, they have them on the way to California. But it's water. They don't have Dex Cool, no, no, Toyota no. Red. <laughs> no. You know, so guys, if you're listening, it's okay to short-term top it off safely. Let it cool down. You don't need second-degree burns. That's a yep. chemical burn, guys. So... Um, and don't be the big shot, as Jeff said, pull over. JB, once I've pulled over, I've topped it off, I waited, my kids were well, getting grumpy. Well, even before that, Frank, yeah. can I interrupt? I'm sorry. Of course you can. Don't pull over and shut it off. That's one of the worst things to do. Let ah, it all get right. that extra heat off. Now, okay. That's, that's the thing that we have to get, because if we just shut it off, the heat just soaks and it's not going to uh, pull down. So well. pull it over and do what? Turn the heater on? Good point. Well, you could do that, too, if you wish. That'll help take more heat out and keep your tacos warm at the same time. There you I, go. No, man, I, I got 4.5 children. They're going to be on the side of the freeway. We're going to fan that car down. They're going to get big eight-foot cardboard boxes. <laughs> I'd like to meet your half a child, by the way. Yeah, but wait, wait a minute now. You make the top a good... half, the bottom half, or the left or right side. <laughs> you make a good point, Jeff. He says, you know, um, don't shut it off. That's a good point because we're heat soaking. Yeah, we are heat soaking. And, yeah. and anything you can do to get air into that engine compartment, uh, whole heat away from the engine using the heater all that stuff will will help you in that situation all right we're going to take a quick break uh, jb you want to hang on yeah man hang on a second we'll bring you back in the next segment jeff thank you we're gonna play a little cooling music a little cool it now Ranch Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870 with your hosts, Frank and Steve. And Jeff from Car Live, Three Valley Location, Greenfield and Baseline over on Talking Stick Resort Way right there at the Pavilions and also up at the Arrowhead Ranch area over in Glendale. Isn't that right, Jeff? That is correct. There you go. We got to give a big shout out to the Carlisle family. We have Miss Elsie listening. Yeah, Miss Elsie. What is happening, Miss Elsie? Elsie has been on the show before. We're yes. going to get her back in studio. She's empowering the ladies. She's a rock star. Yep. You work with Elsie. She is a rock star. She's one of my mentors. She's, she, she's helped me. We need all the mentors we can get. That's right. <laughs> and JB for Bolt-On Technology also on the phone. And we are talking about cooling systems. We are. And you guys, thanks for chiming in on your texts. And, and you guys can call us, 480-655-887. We're going to run through this. God, we need two hours, Steve. We're going to get two hours. If you guys want two hours, give us a text right now. <laughs> Just tell us two hours. 480-655-887. Two hours, JB? Yeah, two hours. Two hours. <laughs> Jeff is – Jeff. Two I'm hours. In. I'm we're in. in. We're all in. But if you're listening, you want two hours, text us right now because we're working on I've that. I've had real people soon. be texting. When's two hours starting? Yeah, so, soon. Because we're gonna do the man on the street. We're gonna get down. We're gonna go down to the garage. That's and a do great it. idea. Yeah. No, we'll do like. We'll, yeah, it'll be fun. So sure. we're talking cooling systems. Remember, guys. I think Steve, we're gonna do the hundred dollar gift card prize this segment. Okay. So we've covered. Well, this is the only segment we got left. We only one we got left. We're running out of time, so we're talking cooling systems. We Hang started on for that hundred dollar gift card. Hang on. We're missing something from the cooling system. 
uh, as we got JB with Bolton and Jeff from Car Life. We talked about radiator. We talked about cooling fans. We are going to mention a few things. We're going to go through it really quick, like so. Hang tight. Fan clutch is essentially a coupling device. Works on the uh, uh, temperature. Uh, sometimes those fan clutches can freewheel. They're not putting volume of air. Is that another high temperature idle yeah, issue? Yeah, that is. That's another high temperature idle issue. And, JB, uh, a lot of us yep. listening have problems with AC at idle, and we're, and we're driving our Chevy pickup with the fan clutch set up. If our fan clutch is not working, are we going to get good AC? No, definitely not. Right. The head pressure start going sky high. So don't forget, guys, check the fan clutch. Have your, have your technician check that. Uh, as we move forward, course we got the rubber to the system the rubber the radiator hoses we always say you got to replace your radiator hose jeff what's the importance of that rubber that radiator hose what can happen at about sixty thousand miles with these radiators you can actually start to have leaks uh they can get soft enough where they begin to swell and burst oh um, wow at that point they you crack. are on the do side they crack of the road. too they, they get bloated crack. Yeah. they get bloated right um, you can open a hood of a car with a bad radiator hose, and it'll be twice the size it looks like of its So it's normal. bloated. It looks like yep. a blimp. Sounding yep. like me. Wow. Oh. All right. That's KFC. <laughs> so if you guys are driving out there and your radiator hoses, typically, Jeff, JB, we're talking 60, what, are we, what mileage do we need to watch out for those radiator hoses to replace, roughly? Uh, I would say we're regularly checking them at 60. 60,000. Yep. You know? Definitely safe. agree with that. And if you're in Arizona where it's 142.5 degrees, uh, you may want to check them every oil change. Oh, cool down. Oh, it did cool. <laughs> so the idea with rubber, guys, the rubber can get peanut brittle-like, right? So check the rubber. Primarily the main arteries from the radiator, that's the upper and lower hoses. Of course, you've got your heater hoses. We're going to get right into it. You have the engine itself, the intake manifold, and various ports that flow coolant. My engine's leaking. It's kind of pooling. I go in to get an oil change, and everything seems fine. And they say, we well, need an air filter. And by the way, you got a coolant leak. And I'm like, hey, my coolant's not leaking on the ground. Jeff, talk to us about an intake leak. Are we going to see coolant on the ground all the time? Not always. And, and one of the things that really helps customers with that explanation would be pictures from your, your bolt-on inspection. Bolt-on, and, yeah. And then they're getting to see it. But oftentimes that, that coolant, it gets like a jelly-like. It dries out before it ever hits the ground. Long-life right. coolants are notorious for that. Right. So, guys, just remember, um, of course, show and tell really are a point. And, and if you don't have the bolt-on tablets where – you know, technician may not be able to send you those pictures at work. Maybe during lunch, go down to the garage. Uh, look, these rock star community-minded technicians uh, are going to show you because that's a hard that's a hard thing. You guys listening know, hey, man, there's nothing wrong with my car. It ain't overheated. What are you talking about? Why are you trying to sell me stuff? And the fact is you are slowly building a problem, and, you know, you want to be aware of it. JB, what can happen if your intake's leaking and you run low on coolant? Well, of course, the engine's going to overheat and do all sorts of nasty stuff to itself. All right. And one thing that uh, I want to say that we didn't really cover in on, and I just want to mention it, and Jeff is going to talk about this here in a minute, what is the end result, people? There's always a cause and effect, and most good mechanics, that whole complaint cause correction kind of theory is there's a cause and effect. Look, you, you eat candy, you're going to get cavities. That's the effect from eating the cause of candy. You overheat an engine, the effect could be a, oh gosh, a cylinder head gasket, people. Oh, yeah. Jeff, what is the notorious situation with the head gaskets? Well, typically you get, you get a failure, you start getting an overheating problem beyond what the cooling system control, whether it's full or not. Right. And when that head gasket goes like that, now you've got major engine teardown. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, and, and JB, let me ask you, I go into your garage, and I've overheated. You know, I was a knucklehead. I topped off with, with, with uh, prune juice or whatever I had in my back trunk. <laughs> and I come in, and you say, hey, Frank, your water pump is the culprit. And you say to me, but we're not sure if we sustained engine damage. Is there a test that you can do to give me the complete picture of my cylinder head gaskets? Well, if the awesome. cylinder head gasket went bad, that means probably some of the exhaust fumes are getting into the cooling system. All right. There's a simple text test that we can put a fluid right above the radiator, take the cap off, put it in the radiator, and run it. And if those gases come through, it causes the fluid to change color, indicating that we have a gasket leaking exhaust and explosions right into the cooling system. Um, that's really important to me, right? I mean, if my water pump is four to $500... And you guys say, well, that's the cause, but you may have a cylinder head. As a consumer, 
Uh, I want to know if I'm going to spend another three grand. Jeff, you guys do the block test. We absolutely do. We okay. want to try and ensure that our customers know what they're getting to to the best of our ability. Right. And if you guys are listening, you need to kind of respectfully request that. Most, most good mechanics are going to say, hey, we want to ensure you got a full bird's eye picture. Now, in all fairness, if your coolant system is pouring out gallons as it goes in, sometimes you cannot really perform that test. But you guys just want to make sure when you go into your local garage, hey, can you guys give me a complete best picture so I don't get the 3 o'clock phone call? Um, you got to spend more money. Um, the best that a mechanic, a technician will do, they're going to give you that full, that bird's eye altitude so you can make a proper decision. Uh, if it came in on a tow truck, guys, and this thing is pouring out, you may have to fix that water pump, and then they can test drive, and hopefully there was no... Look, it's like a patient coming into the ER, not breathing. You know, restore that breathing. Did we actually have a damage to lungs and the livers? We don't know. we got to get them breathing and then try that again. So we talked about intake radiator fan clutch, cooling fan, radiator hoses, heater core. Uh, that's buried in the dash. If you live in Alaska, people, you need your heater core. Maybe not so much in the desert here, although in the high country in Payson, it can get cool. That heater core can develop leaks. Jeff, what are the symptoms if I got a heater core that's leaking? You usually start to smell. You'll okay. start to smell it first. Um, What's it smell like? Uh, it usually smells sweet. Um, All right. It's sweet and... I may get a little um, vapor misting yeah, on my windshield. Yep, you'll get to start getting a film on your windshield that maybe you didn't used to get. Right. My daughter went in the passenger seat. She didn't wear her shoes. She gets on the floorboard, and she's, Dad, I'm By the way, we've lost JB. Oh, oh we lost. Maybe he'll call back in. Love you, JB. Uh, heater, <laughs> heater core can cause that misting on the windshield. Maybe you guys are smelling some sweet relish-type smell from the vents, and you didn't put an air freshener. I mean, that's like, and then the floorboard is yeah, a little floorboard's wet. floorboard's wet. Maybe yeah. you get a little toasty. Is it okay to bypass a heater core? Can we do that? Well, you just cut down the capacity of the cooling system. I like that. About how much percentage? Depending on the system, you mean it could be a you know a third. Okay, quarter. so remember, guys. You know. uh, again, you know we're all for most good mechanics will want to be on your side for sure and try to help you navigate through because some of these heater cores can be spendy. If you go into a garage and they bypass it, in other words, they want to take that little radiator. That's essentially what it is out of the system, especially in Arizona, eh, I don't need the heater, you bypass it. Just remember, as Jeff said, you are now removing a portion of that cooling system uh, to that engine cooling system. And uh, see, so that's really a short-term fix. So what are we missing? Oh, Jeff, before we tell the people what we're missing, did we really, is there, don't mention, hang on. Guess who's here? Oh, wait, Greg Buckley's Greg in the house. Greg Buckley. <laughs> Our blue hand of Delaware is here. I was almost near you. I was, I was in Kentucky last week. Yeah, brother. Yeah, I missed you guys last week, man. It was uh, had some special occasions going out on this, uh, this week. Well, we got to give side, a big so. shout out. Who celebrated some birthday actions? So? Uh, that was my number one daughter, Miss Kelly Elizabeth Buckley, celebrating 25 years of life. Wow. So we had a little bit of a celebration. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, a big wrench nation hugs and happy celebratory. I saw you and your favorite niece on Facebook. <laughs> uh, what's that? You and your favorite niece. You put a picture on Facebook. Oh, oh with uh, with my niece Monica. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's something. She's uh, she's helping with the back end and doing the the bookwork and doing the inventory. So she's a she's a trooper. Wow, you got a good family business. You guys listening? Uh, we actually were. Of course, you guys know Greg and I go back uh, 1971 or so. We were we were scrambling. When I was born. Uh, <laughs> You're that old. And uh, we were we Elon were Musk out. was born that year. And if, for you guys listening in Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware, uh, Greg champions uh, not only a great garage, uh, like the many great garages we have here uh, in Phoenix, local, and actually across the country. Greg, man, you're doing a lot of things in the community. You're making differences. Yeah. Um, tell us yeah. what's the latest and greatest. How can our Wrench Nation listeners Help Buckley's Auto Care, man. Well, the, the the big thing is, is man, really, we're all about driving safe and driving smart. That's our whole mantra. We're we're really going after that, and that that takes us from, you know, how safe you keep your car, how well you maintain your car, and also how well you maintain the safety of the passengers inside it. So, you know, we're in the process of developing and we're executing some great safety initiatives for the motorists, uh, the the ch- the ch- the kids. I say the child, the kids, um, the pat, you know, the, the child safety seat situation. Yeah. Um, 
we're really building it out, and we're getting a really some great community love from all of the hospitals, the doctor's offices, all the community um, associations, and I says, you know, that, or that, that need this kind of support. So, um, you know, above trying to be the best repair center that we can be and stay on top of our game, uh, we're also taking our same passion that we have for keeping a car fixed correctly, and we're now working to keep families safe as well. So, yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're really proud of it. Um, we're ready to rock and roll on bigger things with it and got some – uh, some really good people interested in moving this platform nationwide. So, well, Greg, we've come a long way with child safety seats, and you know the yeah. people that that don't have kids are the ones that probably don't really understand as much because we've got kids in Arizona in safety seats up until seven years old or certain heights, and it really, yeah. you know, today the cars are faster. You know, there's more there's more roads, speeds are higher. It's so important, you know, even with the, all the distracted driving out there, we got to keep those little ones safe. Yeah, I mean, it's really it's really a mission now. And when you think about it, when, when people um, have a hard time understanding and maintaining their car, and then you put a, a, a child a passenger right. in the vehicle, and whether you're a parent or not, I mean, let's think about it. Um, how about the parents that hire the babysitter to take them back and forth to school? Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, the caretakers that have to, let's say that, uh, you know, I, I hire somebody to take care of my elderly parent you know, who has to go from uh, place to place. Are they qualified? Are they, you know, are they knowledgeable? Well, you know, our mission is because we know cars so well, um, our mission is to make sure that people know how to use these vehicles. And as they become more technical um, from, you know, from from that standpoint, we want them to, you know, we want them to feel secure, to be safe, to position people where they need to be, especially children, because, you know, they're the innocent ones. They don't know anything about it. They're relying on adults to make sure that they're uh, seated safely. Um, no harm is going to come their way, and they're in the best possible position if, and that's great, if something unfortunate should happen on the road. You know, so good car care is really important. We all know that. Everybody on this show right now knows the value of good car care absolutely we got a lot of listeners out there first time moms and dads give i mean we're talking cooling systems but man this is valuable right here because a lot of you driving you ain't got it right you think you got it right that seat's wobbling i I still see kids standing up you ain't got it right i'm just sitting there going what are you people thinking so whether you are in a neighborhood garage where you over at car life or at our place desert car care or any other reputable garage you can stop in those garages they'll help you out um, I know that there's maybe some certifications that need, right? Yeah, uh, there's some, but right, we're we're this, putting out a certification class for all shop owners right. that want to uh, get involved, and we've we start. Uh, matter of fact, we start in two weeks. Well, we're going to help Baltimore. you with that across the country. We well, got we, we got wrenches all over the country. In fact, we got a few wrenches down in uh, Copenhagen to Africa to Italy. <laughs> They're all listening. But give us real quick, because folks are listening. What's the number one thing I just don't get right with my car seat? What am I doing wrong? right now what can i fix on my own um definitely make sure that you have less of an inch of play between the back of the seat and how far you can extend it out it's got to be less than an inch so really a lot of times parents and people just don't keep the adjustments uh on those seats tight it's got to be taut there's got to be a little bit of compression in the seat and that way you know that you have a very tight seat right Uh, that's the biggest thing because four out of five kids are not properly seated in their child safety seat and then the other thing is to you know if it's over five years old please don't take it don't buy it used there's an expiration date five-year-old you got to get rid of those things people think about look you you got that beer in your kitchen you all worried about the beer but think about the seat belts and the safety and all that the car seats they expire i get excited no frank yeah it's just like tires hey after five years five years people those, those seats are no good just like your tires. After That's five right. Years, they're technically not correct. So it's a five and five. All right. We're talking cooling systems. We got Greg Buckley. We had the great JB of uh, Bolton Technology, of course. Our we've pleasure. got that $100 gift card we're going to give Uh-oh. away in just a second. Because, yeah. Greg, stay with us. We, first, we've got a guy yeah. on the phone. Pat's on the phone. He has a question. Pat, hello. What's your question? What is happening, Pat? But, gentlemen, I have to tell you, I've spoken to you three times, actually two times before, and you've helped me solve problems. Awesome. Oh, well, we love that. We're not perfect, but this is our community. We appreciate you. If what we're you... two for two with you, that's good. Yes. <laughs> so here's the third one for you. Okay. I have an 08 Corolla with a 1.8 uh, engine in it, and 
when I start it up and it's cold, it wants to idle at about 2,000 RPM until it warms up, which seems a little bit high for me. What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Well, we got uh, Jeff here from Car Life. Jeff, what do you think? He's got uh, 1.8 Corolla uh, cold start, about 2,000 RPM. We probably want to know, is the check engine light on, partner? No, no check engine, and it actually comes down with no issues. Okay. Well, I'd say three things kind of come to mind. Is the throttle body dirty, so is this thing opening up more than it should be? So that throttle plate could be sticking. Yeah, it could be sticking and then coming open more because the minimum air rate's not correct. Makes sense. Um, yeah. And then, and, yeah. oh, go ahead. Oh, I was also, check uh, check your intake manifold gaskets. There's little, they should be the little round He said, check your intake uh, check manifold gaskets. Intake manifold gaskets. All right, so that may, now that may cause, tip, not always, but we get that lean condition which will will drop a check engine light. Jeff had some more here. Jeff. Well, the other thing is, is with all these new cars, is when's the last time the software's been updated? Ah, yeah, like your phone partner. You know, your phone, mm-hmm. boy, we get a firmware update. You're talking about a flash program yep. possibility. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's all kinds of corrective measures as the car wears that are that's done by the manufacturer to keep it running in its optimum condition. That's a very good point. On this 2008 with the 1.8, um, you know, check your basics. So we talked a little bit about the throttle plates. If they're sort of getting gummed up over time, you know, carbon is the enemy. It's that black broccoli. Uh, also check your ear box. Uh, make sure that ear box not sucking air. Um, I'm more leaning that that would do it all the time. Um, and then also check the flash program, that firmware update to that 08. We hope that helps. And you please stay in touch. Yeah, Pat, let us know. Sounds great. Thanks Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat. All right, here's the deal. we got to do the $100 gift card right now. we got a $100 okay, gift card. Okay, so we're going to recount everything we've covered for the cooling system, and you got to say what we missed, right? That's correct. If you can name what we missed, and we're going to cover it again. And the we phone got- number is 480-655-8870. Buckley, stay with us on this one. All right, here we go. $100 Visa gift you. card. We covered the radiator. We covered the cooling fan. We covered if you have maybe a fan clutch. We covered the radiator hoses. We covered the bomba de agua, the water pump. Okay. We talked a little bit about intake gaskets and some other engine-related gaskets. Okay. We talked about the heater core. Okay. We talked about heater core hoses. Okay. Jeff, did I... Did I? Well, based upon what we talked about, I don't. I think that covers the basics. I think that covers just about everything. Heater core and the thing. Okay, what, what did we miss? What did we miss? Four eight zero six five five eighty eight seven zero. You have to call right now. Going to answer you live on the air. A one hundred dollar Visa gift card. If we don't get it, then we roll over to next week for we, a new contest. We, that's right. Hundred dollar Visa gift card, people. Right now, we got like six point five minutes. Someday we'll have a two hour show. Yes, exactly. This is KMP, KPNG Chandler, by the way. That we have to do the legal ID at the top of the hour. We're past that. Yes, we were. All right, four eight zero six five five eighty eight seven. I'm waiting for somebody to call in. Frank, go ahead and, and well, keep if going we carry there. this over, and so we got. Uh, oh, we do have a caller. We have a caller. What did we miss? All what right, did who's, we miss? who's on the phone? Hey, this is Rose. Do you know Rose? What we missed? Was it the gas cap? Well, we're talking coolant systems, not fuel no. systems. Oh, sorry, Rose. Love you. We got more people on the phone. Hello, hundred dollars. That person's gone. Hello, who's this? You're live on the radio. Who's this? Hey, this is Zach. How you doing? Zach, you hey, know what Zach. we missed? What did we miss? You missed the thermostat? Whoa, Dad! Yes! Yes! Yes, Zach, you got a hundred dollar gift card, man, from Visa. Zach, where did you All get right. your Very where did good. you get your information from? Did you do Wikipedia that situation? <laughs> <laughs> no, I work with the uh, the master tech you're talking to right yeah. now. Oh, oh, there you go. All right, well we love you, baby. Thanks for listening. All's fair, all's fair. Jeff has got his whole tribe chatted in here. A hundred dollar Visa gift card coming out to you. All right, Mr. Greg Buckley. All right, guys. If uh, folks want to find you, all the great deeds and good works you're doing, give us a website. Just go to buckleysautocare.com. They'll find everything that we need to do, and you'll be able we'll be able to take care of you right away. So yeah. buckleysautocare.com is where you find it all at. All, all right, f- Buckley, we'll talk to you next week then. Yeah, we look forward all to helping man. you Thanks, with the guys. National Child Car Seat Campaign. And uh, we always tell you, we got the weird automotive news, I think we got. The Wrench Nation wild and wacky news on wheels. Well, all right, a lot of you guys like the Oscar Mayer plumpity plump of a wiener fleet with a wiener meaner. I've been in the wiener mobile before. I've never been in oh, one I of I want to get in here someday. But it's growing, the Oscar Mayer wiener, contrary to popular belief, and the song that it's not going to be stuck in your head. Oscar Mayer wiener. Wish Remember that song? was an Oscar, Oscar Mayer wiener. wiener. Yep. Yes, that song inspired, and that song is bringing the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. It's actually going to come down to the Oscar Mayer Mini Cooper. Oh, wow. Mini Mini. 
and also the Oscar Mayer Wiener Drone. Oh, no. Get your drone on because they're going to be A big wiener in the air. So if you see a little hot dog <laughs> flying over your house, that's a big problem. So look out for the Oscar Mayer. your neighbor. It's Oscar Mayer. <laughs> that's right. And that's your weird automotive news, people. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for Red Nation for this week. 480-655-887. I'll keep that number locked in your phone. Anytime you need anything from Wrench Nation, of course, wrenchnation.tv, Facebook, Twitter, all the social media, and, of course, every week here at 4 o'clock on Wednesdays on 88.7 The Pulse. And if you guys are listening to this on the iTunes replay, you guys rock. We are growing, and it is our show. We really appreciate you guys. If you have any comments about a future show, hey, this is our show. Bring it, bring it, bring it. And as I always say, every week, people, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a McKee.